Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week, I got Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy. What's up? Hey, dudes. How's everybody doing this evening? Just ripping. <laughs> ripping. Ripping and riffing. Mm-hmm. Podcast styles. I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still fixing. <laughs> he said, like, episode like you put the emphasis on the sode on the sode sometimes you gotta emphasize the sode you know <laughs> the sode get that emphasis that's right mm-hmm. that's right uh what well, was everybody's weeks it was uh the end of spooky month mm-hmm. mm, and now we're into uh nobody's shaving spooky in november yeah too oh, we're shoot. very normal people with full beards all three of us <laughs> yep <laughs> I wonder what I would look like at the end of 30 days of no shaving. Probably pretty similar to yeah, what you look like. Find out. like. A little weird scruff like <laughs> Let's here find and here. Out. There was a point in like, you know, spring, summer 2020 where like I probably went like two weeks or so without shaving. Um, And yeah, just like it probably wouldn't even show up on like a video chat. <laughs> but just a <laughs> little bit here. Looks like a weird filter, pointing, but it's just like the sides of like of where the mustache <laughs> should be, and then like where a soul patch would be. Someone's like squinting, and they're like, "Did you? Are you is your face dirty?" Yeah, so like not even a full mustache or anything. Well, you didn't just, let it grow out enough. It's true. I throw some more. <laughs> you didn't give it the full month. Nair on there or whatever. When I was a, I think that's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't want to nair it. Uh, when I was a mid twenties. Uh, male trying to grow a f- like facial hair because mm-hmm. I didn't have any. It was like I went, I went like a month, and it was like painful and it was awful because you knew you looked terrible mm-hmm. and like it wasn't filling in and everything was gross. But everyone was like, just let it grow for as long as possible, and then like you'll shave and then it'll come back. Mm-hmm. And That's it like way to do it sort That's of worked, say. I guess. Mm-hmm. I have a beard. That's what they say. I haven't shaved. I haven't. Cl- I haven't like shaved my face for like clean mm-hmm. for probably a decade now. I like. I got it, and now I'm like afraid it'll go never come back. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, once you got it, it, seems like it's a lot of maintenance to go clean again. It's already in too much maintenance That's to like true, keep it now. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, if I have to continue to go clean, because mm-hmm. I would assume, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm not gonna have like some sort of like Don Draper five o'clock shadow constantly, but. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. I'm lazy, so I don't want to deal with it. Just keep the beard. I'm t- I don't know when I stopped uh, like shaving. Like I don't. I've had a beard for so long at this point that I don't know. Like when it started. <laughs> yeah, like might have been high school. Did I have it like in college? <laughs> I don't think so, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm trying to remember. I have now to like, too. literally go through like pictures mm-hmm. and try to do some time stamping. Well, and see, here's the thing, Joe: is uh, me and Jimmy have beards, mm-hmm. and you don't because mm-hmm. you can't really grow one. But we also don't grow like hair on the top of our heads very well anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your yeah. hair is lush. It is and, <laughs> and fantastic. It does seem it's to be a, a trade off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess if someone was like when I was like 26 and they were like, "You're gonna grow a beard. If you do that, the hair from the top of your head's gonna form into your beard." <laughs> I might oh. be clean shaven now. Should might... we should we play some sort of like season 11 wager that like whoever scores the least points like 
has to shave like for you guys beards for me head oh my god oh, man <laughs> that seems way worse for you yeah, that, yeah do you want to do that uh, i don't necessarily yeah. but raining like, champ oh you scared for the first <laughs> all my predictions now are just gonna be like the main star is in it <laughs> uh, the show is still named the same yeah <laughs> Um, I had like a buzz cut for the first like 15 years of my life. Mm. Every now and then I think about going back to it just as like a throwback. I would, I feel like I'd be like, I'd feel sad about <laughs> making you like cut your hair. <laughs> That's true. I would I feel know. pretty bad. I like, I feel bad that like my son has blonde hair seemingly mm. like, like he got my hair and not my wife's hair michelle's <laughs> hair who, that's super like luscious and dark and mm-hmm. beautiful and like oh this poor bastard <laughs> yeah so but bad. like white kids especially have like you know they'll like have blonde hair for a long time and then as they that's get true, older it get dark it gets it could darker dar- it could darken like when i was like young my hair like turned like bleach blonde in the summertime oh sure mm-hmm. i mean and sure. just because they don't have hair now doesn't mean that it, it, it still wouldn't change. It still just remains dark. Sure. What I have stays dark and has yeah. for decades. <laughs> but when I was like seven, yeah, it'd be like, if I'm out in the sun so long, then my hair's just blonde all of a sudden. Yeah. Which is weird. The Barnets are pretty, pretty platinum as children. Hmm. Like freaking Targaryens. Yeah. Like <laughs> without, without the incest. I was going to say like, is it like children of the corn or like, Children of the Dam, Village of the Damned, or something with like. The- Do you like corn? Is that involved? Is that a, <laughs> is that part of the reason? <laughs> the one with like the terrifying children who have like platinum blonde hair. Yeah. They like communicate to each other. Well, their eyes glow red. And yes. Stuff too. So Those that's the, the ones, weirder yeah. part, I think. Than the I'll hair. check for that. On, on little if baby Noah. Yeah, if your baby's eyes are glowing, <laughs> um, I'll pay. I'll pay closer attention to his eyes. <laughs> see what's going on. <laughs> In all fairness, you do have that like baby monitor like video thing, and it's like on a tablet that's like downstairs in your basement. And when he's like sleeping, it looks like you have you have a video <laughs> camera of a ba- like a doll. Oh, yeah, because his arms yeah. are just like straight out. Yeah, yeah. and he doesn't move at all, <laughs> and he levitates. The, he's in the Merlin sleep suit, <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, the levitating's weird. Yeah, hmm. but is it? <laughs> that's not Should a I ask Don't all babies that? do that? That's not a normal baby. The doctor says that? it's fine. Huh. <laughs> says it'll grow out of it. Doctor is <laughs> a witch. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> went for his normal checkup, and the doctor was like, "How's everything?" And he's like, "Eh, it's good. He sleeps well, but he, he levitates." And he's like, "That's nah, normal for their that's age. That's, yeah, that's that'll pass. It's a face. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine <laughs> for the coven. The what? Make sure he eats his peas, and <laughs> then he'll grow out of it." weigh him down would you want him if you're if your kid could levitate and had a cool power like that would you want him to eat the peas and grow out of it i'd want to be an adult that could levitate i don't know is levitating good for like your like neck and back support or do you want them like laying flat so they understand how to handle gravity hmm interesting yeah just buy him a water bed instead <laughs> yeah water bed yeah, that's water safe bed. for babies <laughs> for infants <laughs> a little baby water bed that seems pretty cute <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. Joe. What is <laughs> Joe? What is first and last? Just in case anyone has no idea what's going on. Just in on. case anyone's still listening. <laughs> in case anyone's still there. TV pod. Each week, new TV show. We watch the first episode and the last episode 
nothing in between. And that's how we get through so many TV shows. Um, which is, I think, a unique thing for a TV pod. I feel like a lot of TV pods are, you know, it's an entire show that Ugh, they're going through. They just through. watch all right. of the episodes. Yeah. You know? Or, like, that? they're a general TV pod and they just talk about things that are going on in TV and, you know, talk about an entire season of the show over weeks and weeks. But, no. This one, you get one TV show per pod. And I feel like that's a very special thing. Those other shows yeah, also welcome. hardly ever eat candy corn. Never. They would never, <laughs> especially not like lip smackingly close to the microphone. <laughs> that, that would be disgusting. Yeah. Everyone make sure to eat directly into the microphone. Uh, okay. Well, we're out of spooky month. It's done. We're just Aww. in regular November, but uh, Jimmy, you're here to ease us into it with the show. Yeah. And I do, uh, I want to um, just go to the genres listed for this show first um it's a drama it's a supernatural fiction it's a mystery it's magical realism Mm -hmm. it's a psychological thriller and it's also a philosophical fiction i feel like philosophical fiction is a made-up genre <laughs> I feel like like how many i didn't how many, click that wikipedia link yeah how many how many I'm shows fall to. into that <laughs> um it's yeah by by the by the genres listed can you guess what it is you <laughs> feel like that's a lot of shows i'm also interested that there's supernatural fiction which implies yeah. supernatural non-fiction oh yeah good point <laughs> Yeah, like uh, like the Conjuring. That's supernatural nonfiction. Yeah, that happened. Like the uh, like the levitating. <laughs> um, it is the leftovers on oh. HBO from June 2014 <gasps> to June 2017. So three seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on a series or based on a novel of the same name. Um, and it has. Justin Thoreau, Carrie Coon, and Christopher Eccleston. Wait, the Prime Minister of Yeah, Canada? that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Trudeau. Trudeau. Uh. <laughs> no, not not that. Um, I'll just read the little thing. It's an American supernatural drama television series, um, based on the 2011 novel. The series begins three years after the sudden departure, which is a global event that resulted in two percent of the world's population disappearing. The lives of police chief Kevin Garvey and his family, along with grieving widow Nora Durst and her brother, Reverend Matt Jameson, are the focal points of the series as they struggle to adjust to life after the departure, the sudden departure. I don't know anything. About- oh, and apparently Liv Tyler is in this. Um, I literally just searched like best of hbo series and this was really high and i don't think i've ever heard of it before never heard of it i don't think so oh wow i'm sure i've scrolled past it on the hbo max i have never seen it but the things i know about it are essentially what you said that it's like there was some sort of cataclysmic event and people are left behind um the other things that i've heard about it are like a that it is very good but that the first few seasons are real rough to watch in terms of like very slow very depressing but that mm. in the end it's totally worth it oh okay. is what a good payoff heard. 
Love it. Um, the uh, so I've not seen this, but the uh, creator of this, Damon Damon Lindelof, also did uh, the Watchmen HBO series. Oh hell yeah! Which I have seen and loved. Um, and he also like was very involved in Lost. It feels like he was the like number two guy under J.J. Abrams. J. Abrams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interested. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I've heard of the show. I've never seen it, um, but I have heard of it. So we're we're above Jimmy right yeah, now. Yeah. It does I'm sound like me. right away when you kind of say like people left or like two percent of who like the population disappeared. Um, I mean, I'm like, oh, I've seen this. I've seen a show like this. You know, like the 100 <laughs> or yeah. like stuff like I'm that. I'm kind of picturing like a like a Children of Men type um, series where it's like most people are still like just like still existing and doing fine, but like something's going on, and it, but and it feels post apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Well, and we also have all seen many many Marvel movies, uh, so they have the snap or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> this like is like a less. Snap. It's like it's actually, not even the snap. It's not even less. Yeah, yeah, it's a less lesser version of the snap but it would be very interesting to think about because like two percent is i mean not that much it's a ton of people yeah like depending on where in the world that was like we wouldn't somewhat some people might not know is it just like like two percent of every two percent of this podcast is like your hand you know you'd lose a a pinky we don't lose a pinky You'd do without that, probably. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's it would be that many people, but hmm. my job might get a little bit harder. But hopefully, I get a raise because there's more money. Hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah. Less less people spending money though. Two per- so the world's population is what like eight billion or something, seven yeah. billion. Mm-hmm. So two percent of that would be doing mental math now. Fourteen or so people, b- million, fourteen <laughs> people. <laughs> oh my god! I'm not a math guy. Fourteen, 14 million. million. Um. Okay, that sounds like a lot. It's a lot. I doing again. That was head math, and this is worldometer.com says that. Um, we're at 6.6 million COVID deaths. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're looking at like a double, double COVID, double COVID-19, double COVID. But so in like, I, so I also, like 2025's thing, double COVID. <laughs> yeah. But I also imagine that it's cause I mean, this count is probably over, you know, the past almost three years now. Whereas like this event seems like it probably happened pretty much immediately. Right, it's, which it's is called a, the sudden departure, right? In the which wiki. would be a huge thing, yeah. Compared to the, de- <laughs> I mean, astronomical COVID deaths over two years, even. I want to read it again. Yeah, it's if you a, say that the and, uh, and it's the just gradual that they disappeared too. It's not that they died; they disappeared. That's hmm. fair. Is what the wiki thing that I read says. And this happens. And this show starts three years after that. Yes. Um, this is the after. In my mind, I keep thinking Marvel now, and I'm like, oh, so they all come back. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, oh, interesting. Back. Or okay. whatever. The, uh, HBO though, HBO. So yeah, probably not. So, so better. 
<laughs> so yeah. even more people disappeared. <laughs> yeah. There's even more mystery. So, I mean, do we think alien abduction? Do we think like sure, religion? Um I don't know. Like, does anybody the have rapture? any like just, oh man, that's a small that's a small amount of people for the rapture. I like that. <laughs> that's a fun one. I like that. I was thinking about religion slightly the other day when I was thinking I was like, oh, does uh everybody that is like super into whatever religion they're in, you know, and obviously uh-huh. assumes that their religion is correct. Um, well, they hit hit a point. Maybe this show is it, where they hits a point where you, the you prove that your parents just uh, like ruined your lives and raised you conservative, uh, like just because, and then you the prove that religion's wrong or like incorrect because like it's unknowable really, mm-hmm. or some the this two percent thing happens and you realize oh oh shit parents were right we're fucked, <laughs> like, you know like oh. like is there ever gonna be a tipping point in like humanity's existence where they go oh this one was right and like everybody that was raised in it that rejected it is like fucked Mm -hmm. or anybody that got (laughs) raised in it and were like i don't know you know you know like oh my parents like oppressed me my whole life you know that kind of thing or whatever but that's like it's like it's like that's fun you wasted your whole you you wasted your whole lives you're saying if there's some sort of like indisputable evidence that comes down like a giant snake monster comes down and he's just like hey guys the mormons were right (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. because it's clearly their god let it not be that (laughs) let it not be that (laughs) no offense no offense utah (laughs) listeners uh are you towing listeners uh but yeah so i was like yeah is it two percent they just disappeared so i was like yeah could it be a religious thing like supernatural mm-hmm. in some other way could it be aliens um could like could like both. could like literally like a, a sun or like a star somewhere blew up and then like the 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 thing that happened made like a, some sort of i don't know reverse big bang it's just science Mm-hmm. that looks science. magic i don't know science i don't know fiction. i mean knowing that this guy was you know deep into lost like lost was very like had a lot of like catholic imagery mm-hmm. like throughout the whole show it was very like i think a lot of people funny enough i just listened to a podcast about people that just watched the second season of lost and they mm-hmm. kind of talked about it and this guy was talking about how um he thought like the whole island was essentially purgatory yeah because of the Catholic oh yeah imagery. i heard that like while it was on that yeah, yeah. there's lots of rumors about that i think these people were watching it like kind of mm-hmm. theories uh but like so they kind of thought that so you know i mean yeah. there's so many things that it could be i was i was gonna say like i mean granted i haven't seen all of lost but my impression is that they take things from um you know, not just Catholicism, but different faiths. But then there like, was like Egyptian stuff and, mm-hmm. and like whatever in there too. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. then but then don't necessarily tie it to directly sure. those things. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like on the on the lost island. It wasn't like, oh yeah, Jesus came back and sent us to this island or something. It was just like, yeah, a lot of stuff, weird mythology stuffs going on here. Um, but it's also like none of that really matters. What matters is just like how we ended up here and how we treat each other. And I kind mm. of expect that for this show. Okay. I like okay. It. 
I mean, granted, I have not seen all of Lost, so I may be taking the the message of Lost wrong. <laughs> no, but I feel like I mean, they don't explain all the things, right? Right. They don't. Yeah. They I, is there a message? As someone who has recently finished Lost again, because mm-hmm. I watched it um, not too long ago, they I was like waiting for them to not explain a lot of really important things, and mm-hmm. I feel like they really did kind of get back to a lot of stuff, but in the end. It was almost exactly what you said. Like mm-hmm. they all like met in the end and were like, man, that journey that we all went through, mm-hmm. are we going to explain it? No, not really. But like it happened. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. But it was, it was, yeah, it was more about the journey per se than the destination. Yeah. Whatever. And where was that? Who knows? Yeah, Fully yeah. explaining the mechanics of it. Like it's a like M. Night Shyamalan movie or something. Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, I... Again, have not seen all of Lost. I think I've said that three times now. But I have seen um, the Watchmen show that, which was like the guys Damon Lindelof's like next project right after this, mm-hmm. um, and I loved that. I I've seen that too, and I really you've seen that too, Jimmy, right? Watchmen. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love the storytelling in how yeah. it works, like how it does a good job. Like Lost does somewhat. It, he did way better at this like confusing storytelling in the Watchmen, where it's mm-hmm. like you're being misled in ways and you're trying to think it and it's just all a big mystery yeah. and it's pretty fun, but he really wrapped it up really well. Well, so. there's like literally a God character in the Watchmen yeah. and like they explain it and show it in a way that you kind of understand like, Oh yeah, this is what it would be like to be a God. Yeah. And like it makes sense somehow plot wise that this person exists in all of time all at once. Mm-hmm. And I like yeah. shows like the Watchmen is a good one. Whereas like sometimes like one episode to the next doesn't necessarily they don't necessarily feel the same, mm-hmm. but they feel like they all belong within the same show. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and shows have been doing this a little bit more recently in the past, like decade mm-hmm. of being able to like do different things. Well, that's still... lost too, right? That like they focus on different characters per episode. Yeah. That's more of like a, almost like a character thing. And mm-hmm. I'm almost like saying like almost how they storytell. Oh, just a like little bit. They, they rip up the, the, it's, the format yeah it's episode. not like you'd watch a sitcom and you just know it's like the cameras on the whole family and they're talking and some mm-hmm. some episodes in some show are just like one person but it's like a different view or like it's even sure you know the the way you're even seeing it is different yeah which is cool. it's good so watch this will it be, yeah this will be interesting at least <laughs> yeah i think it's just aliens <laughs> killed it's everybody just straight up aliens. <laughs> yeah they took them the gum. These people never figured out that um, the aliens are allergic to water, mm. and that's what happened. Oh, this is like if signs like they didn't. <laughs> it's just signs. It's just signs. But if signs, if they didn't figure it out, signs, signs. pretty cool. Idiot. Someone watched signs and was like, "Nah, we probably wouldn't have figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that bright." It's like you find that out on accident at some point, right? Uh, should we just get into it? Heck yeah! All right, cool. Uh, it's called pilot. It's called Pilot. Nice. Uh, originally aired on June 29th, 2014. It was just called Pilot. So we'll uh, jump in and we'll see you after that. And we're back. We're done with the first Pilot episode of... Um, the was, Leftovers? The Leftovers. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, what did we just watch? Uh, the Leftovers. Jimmy, do you have a write-up? I do. 
On October 14, 2011, 2% of the world's population disappears. Three years later, in Mapleton, New York, police chief Kevin Garvey struggles to keep order. He witnesses a man shooting a dog. Uh, Kevin's wife, Lori, has left him to join the Guilty Remnant, a cult-like organization. They're a cult. Uh, his son, his son Tom, has left to become a follower of messianic figure Holy Wayne. His delinquent daughter Jill and her friend Amy live with him. Local priest Matt Jameson angers the townspeople by arguing that the departure was not the rapture. The town's mayor plans a parade to honor the victims of the departure, but Kevin predicts that the GR, the guilty remnant, will organize a protest. During the parade, local woman Nora Durst reveals her husband and two children were departed. Um, And then after the GR begin their protest, Kevin is unable to prevent the townspeople from violently attacking them. Kevin visits the GR's houses and begs Lori to return home, but she refuses to speak to him uh, because the cult doesn't talk. And then Meg Abbott who the GR have been stalking, who's Liv Tyler, asks if she can stay at the GR's houses. Kevin encounters Dean, uh, the dog shooter, again, and the two of them witness a pack of dogs killing a deer, leading the pair to shoot the pack together. And then the credits roll. It's pretty messed up. Pretty great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Whole uh, whole whole episode was pretty intriguing, I'd say. Yeah, a lot of interesting stuff going on. A lot going on, a lot of characters. A lot of characters. It opened by um, showing the the departed, the suddenly departed, um, by like we see a mom who's struggling with her baby at the laundromat, um talking to someone on the phone and trying to do laundry with the crying baby all at the same time. She puts the baby um, in the car and she's going to leave. The baby stops crying and she turns around to realize that it's gone. It's departed. Literally just disappeared. It's it's not like the yeah. baby just like walked away or something. Just vanished. Right. That's that was that was terrifying though. I mean, the window was open. Maybe Back window was open. Snagged him. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um. What? What the? I think the one thing that the write up didn't talk about was then after that we saw. Well, I think then we went to like the school scene with Jill is uh in a class. Um, because she's like a high schooler, but then we see this like congressman get in the son tom's truck and he's he's it it seems like he's like being kidnapped or something but willingly and then like people are taking him from car to car driving him around um to get him to this messianic guy holy wayne and he does something for this congressman but they have to tom blindfolds him drives him up to messianic holy wayne and he seems pretty crazy. Was that Was that the cult? That that's a cult. I think that's separate. It's I, a different it's, thing than yeah, this. It does feel different. It seems separate. Yeah. There was like a harem for some reason at the pool. I mean, if you can amass a harem, one of them. I guess, you know, 
Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I haven't been able to do that yet. Hmm. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> Working on it. Working on it. No. Um. Yeah. What else? I, what else? That's this is like it's almost it's almost too much. Uh, I mean, there's the main family, which is Kevin, who's the cop slash. I mean, maybe I think he's the sheriff. Main character, s- main character ish. Oh, sure, he's the chief. He's the a, chief. He's the That's chief. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sheriff's a uh, county thing. It's he's uh, the chief of police for Mapleton. Okay. That's how. That's how. Is that how it works? That's how chiefs, <laughs> cops, and sheriffs work. I guess. Is that we elected? We elect you elect a sheriff. Yeah, he's probably not elected. Uh, and then Jill is the daughter, and then the son is Tom, and then later on, we f- uh, we meet the mom Lori, mm-hmm. who she is part of the the white wearing gr the cult. gr. We never learn what gr is, right? Guilty remnant is what the uh, and and I don't know if they specifically the s- yeah something I think said that I did and then say that on the Kevin wall, yeah. referred to them as the remnant I think that's like the short version okay and then they don't talk mm-hmm. and they smoke yes constantly and there is a sign I had to I saw it but I couldn't read it fast enough and I had to google image mm-hmm. like search the sign and it said we something about we smoke to like show our faith or something hmm um so we like smoke to proclaim our faith okay so like it's run by philip morris <laughs> like he yeah. started this uh and they don't talk because they all have lung cancer <laughs> and uh <laughs> i don't i have no idea what's going on with that but mm-hmm. it, it seems to be led by uh aunt lydia from uh handmaid's tale and she's pretty terrifying in that show too so she's a great person to she's a great cult personality mm. for sure yeah that yeah, that lady and Dowd is her name okay what's interesting about their like white uniforms is that it's it doesn't seem to be like like issued uniforms it's not like all white robes it's just like hey whatever you have that's all white like a dress shirt like some pants they probably yeah. had i mean people don't just own white pants so it's some you probably have to pants. purchase some elements but like it's everyone just wearing for labor day come on jeez <laughs> I just like want to envision also that there's somebody in there that's just like I fucking love smoking and they just joined. <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah, I I I don't have to talk to anybody and I smoke all day. Yeah, love this call. <laughs> it definitely like at first when we saw Lori in this thing, I I thought like this is like a mental ward yeah, or something. Uh-huh, that's what it that's seemed what like. That they're not allowed strange. to talk or something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but whoever aunt lydia crazy lady um did talk once to live tyler when she came and asked if she could stay there mm-hmm. yeah and her name was just interesting meg live live Tyler's name yeah basically i mean the whole cult thing is there's a cult in town um obviously the regular people don't like them very much we didn't really learn anything about them so much as they mm-hmm. all wear white and they smoke and they don't talk mm-hmm yeah, we don't know much about them yet. Um, but then like Liv, Tyler, Meg, um, was like they she went to dinner with some dude, presumably her like her fiance, fiance. it sounded like. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're planning a wedding. Um and then there was two people hanging out of hanging outside of their house. Yeah, two GR people. Um 
and then they like when they got to the restaurant those gr people showed up at the restaurant mm-hmm. and then it when they looked got like they walked there like what mm-hmm. is happening yeah. and then and when they're they... just like standing there hanging around like just looking at them just yeah creepy they're just yeah they're not like they're just really creepy mm-hmm. they're not like they don't like do anything they just are creepy mm-hmm. um and then when they got home meg and her fiance they were also already like in their like front lawn basically mm-hmm. standing by their driveway um and that somehow in the end convinced meg to want to stay there I, yeah i didn't get the connection of why it's got to be she ended up there it's got to be why some sort of three-year history there that we don't know about yeah. was she at the parade thing meg yeah i don't recall okay yeah i didn't think so i don't either. think so yeah yeah and then the they had a memorial uh the mapleton memorial third third year anniversary like pr- parade heroes day or something. heroes day is what they're calling it weird title yeah for someone just you disappeared your hero mm-hmm. choosing to remember them as heroes yeah well you know you can choose wrong sometimes <laughs> um and one guy one guy in like the meeting was like like my brother-in-law like disappeared he was a dick or something yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean you know the the term is like no the term hero generally mean denotes that you like did something yeah there's some sort of sacrifice or something i'm not i'm not saying that you don't know uh, you don't like uh you know memorialize these people and make them uh you know put them on a pedestal reminds or, me like, of the, good, but the death like, cab song hero. styrofoam plates mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they, so the GR also showed up there and they just held up like signs. What is it saying? Like hold, don't hold your breath or something like that. Instead, it said, stop wasting your stop breath. Stop wasting your breath. Mm-hmm. So they clearly don't think much of those who disappeared or think something that they don't need to be memorialized or yeah. in this mm-hmm. way. Yeah. They got something going on. Well, and then the townspeople really don't like them because the townspeople of Mapleton like started just like trying to beat the hell out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those white people were like white, the GR people were like, they didn't seem like really fight back. Yeah. Seemed Mm nonviolent. Seemed like a, so I mean at the moment I'm like, okay, you guys are creepy and you're doing some weird intimidation stuff by like Mm -hmm. standing in someone's like, driveway and like yeah. watching them and following them to places when they did with meg but i'm like but also like are you like weird and creepy but harmless yeah or is that just what we need to think of you right now it doesn't quite seem like there's license there to beat the shit out of them right not in that situation no mm-hmm. yeah but i guess we don't know what they've done in the last three years yeah so mm-hmm. there's that um and then you know like kevin uh He's trying. He's you know he's trying to be a good dad. I think he's got some. He's got some stuff. Oh, you know. There was um, he was interestingly or surprisingly to me lax about um when his daughter's trying to go to a party, and like Mm. the daughter and the friend are just like, "Yep, we're going to this place. There's gonna be a lot of people there. It's a boy's Mm. house too, um, and we just want to let loose." And he's just sort of like, "Okay, no drinking." Uh, and uh, you got to get out of there if the cops show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's like, you don't want the cops to show up, which I mean m- makes sense because then it's like all of his friends mm-hmm. are gonna show up, and maybe he has to show up. And that's he probably awkward. would might mm-hmm. have show up too. 
Uh, but yeah, and they were playing. Oh, I want to. They were playing the craziest. Oh yeah, game, mm-hmm. which was like a cell phone game that like it was spin the bottle, but you spin a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I think there was four things that came up on this cell phone that we saw, which was um, burn, mm-hmm. where they oh, literally yeah, like, right. they heated up like a fork and like burned some guy's wrist with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hug. Mm-hmm. I think you all know what that means. It's a hug. Just a hug. Uh, fuck. Yeah. Similar to hug, but naked. <laughs> Ask your parents. Naked hug. <laughs> it's a naked hug. And then there was choke. And <gasps> and Jill's friend Amy got that one from a dude. Oh, she got fucked. And immediately yeah. Amy is like, I don't have to do it. I don't, ha- I don't have to do this. She's <laughs> like, you're going to do it. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> essentially. Don't put this on me. Essentially. The no, you bu- want to. I mean, I'll be honest. The burn one's the one that I'm not cool with. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, I'm then, not cool with a lot of them, but like, it was Jill's turn, and like, like the camera made it seem like it landed on burn. Yeah. That's what and I then the too. kid picked up the phone and like showed it to her, and all of a sudden it said choke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And then <laughs> later, then he like actually asked her to choke him while he masturbated. Yeah. Which was also very weird and shocking. <laughs> but then I was like, did he somehow just change it to say choke? Cause that's what he wanted. I, I think it mostly seems impressive that there people are developing such well-oiled kinks in high school. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, she you knew know. exactly how the choke was going to go. Like they, uh, they went to a separate room. They both got undressed. Like she knew the drill. Yeah. yeah. They knew, they knew they've played this game before. <laughs> yeah. It's boring to them now. <laughs> <laughs> Choking. Oh, uh, we talked about the senator. Kind of talked about the people, Kevin and Jill. Oh, and then Tom. What else happened, boys? The only other thing that's on my mind is that sheriff, not sheriff, chief Kevin Garvey had a, something weird going on where. He, uh, first of all, he sees the guy kill the dog and he takes, tries to take, he like tracks down where the dog is from and takes it to the owner. And she's like, so like, yeah, she's like, it it was my husband's dog. That dog ran away three years ago. Yeah. And the dog ran away three years ago after the disappearance when my husband disappeared. So like, and then, uh, (laughs) oh, we didn't talk about, so then Jill finds it. Jill takes his car to the party and finds it in the trunk. Cause the dead dog, yeah. the dead dog. Thank you. And she's apparently into one of these, one of two brothers, mm-hmm. uh, who are twins and they're like looking for their keys or whatever. And they're, they, anyway, they help her bury this dog. Mm-hmm. But one of them is saying like, supposedly all the dogs that were with, disappeared people um like just ran away Mm -hmm. because they're like screwed up or whatever Mm -hmm. (laughs) they can't can't process what happened or whatever um so anyway fast forward then um kevin wakes up and he's he's like or he he i don't it was like a dream sequence he was it after he was at the bar I don't know. There's some weird stuff with deer happened around Kevin or didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like 
his whole kitchen and everything was just like totally destroyed. And it looked like there were antler marks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they never went back to that to see if that any of that was like real. Yeah, Cause even right after that, they just cut to him at the parade. He just got to the parade somehow, mm-hmm. even though Jill was somewhere with his car. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose maybe it's not that big of a town, but he at some point is in his car I think after being in a scene at the bar where he actually meets the baby lady from the first scene, mm-hmm. um, the non-baby lady, he like hits something with his car and gets out and it sounds like a dying deer is like scraping and like bleeding, bleat, I think is, the, is that the term, is making horrible sounds from mm-hmm. underneath his car. And then he wakes up in bed <clears throat> and this is where he finds his kitchen all screwed up. Then at the end, he's in his car. Oh, and he wakes up and he like reaches up to like his phone that's ringing, and there's just a pile of pill bottles. Um, so like, he, is this like alluding to that he's like a kind of a junkie? Um, you know, maybe has some substance abuse going on between the alcohol help. and pills. Just needs help sleeping, Jimmy. He needs a lot he, of help. He needs a lot of help sleeping, and also he sees deer. Sometimes they're real and are eaten by packs of uh, rabid dogs. I mean, I've seen a deer before, too, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, How did obviously. How that go for you? <laughs> uh, ripped through my kitchen and uh, huh. destroyed my car. Ripped through, rip through your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's deer. I don't understand the deer imagery either, but mm. uh, it's there for sure mm. for him. Very yeah. Hannibal of him. Hmm. Yeah. But that's interesting. Did you guys know the very when he went to go visit the lady at the very beginning to tell her her dog was the dog was dead that there was like a deer in the front yard and then it was gone when he was leaving? You mentioned that I didn't notice it to begin with, so I didn't really know what he was looking at when it was gone. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, look. He was trying to find a deer that was not there anymore. Huh. I like thought a, it was like a real deer. It to me, it looked like it was like a fake deer statue, oh. stuffed deer, and then it was just not there anymore. So I was like, "Oh, it must have been just bad CGI, and it was it's supposed kind of to be a real thing. deer." Could be <laughs> kind of thing. So because it was just standing still, it wasn't like moving that first time. Um, but how do we think about the show? Um, <clears throat> uh, again, a lot of stuff going on. Um, I found it hard to make predictions in that sense. Yeah. Just because I have no idea where this show is going to go, right. or like what type of show it's going to be. Like, is it going to get very supernatural? Um, how deep into the cult stuff are we going? Is this like kind of a political thriller? Like, is just, just seems like there's so many different directions it can go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I feel like genres. I don't know what to expect as just like a viewer going into episode two. But it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got two different cults, man. Yeah, there's room for two cults in this show. Um, we have a friend who really, really likes this show, and I texted him when we started, and I said, uh, "We're watching this show tonight. Do you have anything we should know going into it?" And in the middle of the show, he texted me, uh, which we won't really catch per se, but he said. The tone of the show shifts between season one and two for the better. All time great pivot, according to him. Hmm. 
Interesting. Um, and then he said, "You can all you can see the change most blankly or blatantly between the intros. So watch both the first and the last ones, where we watch. We always watch the intros. Anyway, oh, yeah. and there wasn't an intro in this one, though, right, Barry? Oh, there wasn't like any form of title screen. Not a, really, yeah, was there? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, quick comment is music is good throughout the show. So, like, is it going to be like a comedy by the end, or like, what's going nice. on? Nice. That'd be interesting. <laughs> totally switching genres. Um, yeah. Long-time listeners will know Barry from uh, the Stargate episode. <laughs> the very like episode three, <laughs> two hundred and sixty-six <laughs> episodes. Yeah, episode they all listen to it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I like the I like the mysteries that are happening. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions after this episode, mm-hmm. and that would draw that drives me to want to keep watching, seeing how it goes. And ten episode seasons, you know, not yeah. a very long show already. No, so having it being finished is like, oh, this is nothing. It is interesting. It mm-hmm. is interesting to watch right now too. Like there's, it feels like there's a lot of parallels coming out of. I know we we decided joe did a lot of math wrong so listeners <laughs> yeah we should go back and correct that math that go for it we had done math of that the show said there's two percent had disappeared and we had calculated that as a double COVID 19 but uh <laughs> it's actually 20 times COVID 19 um joe missed a decimal in i missed his the brain. decimal yeah <laughs> takes how, it off by an order of 10 that's how math works so it's it's not really it's not really um useful really to compare to covid it's really more you're thinking about one out of 50 people disappearing that's that's the way to think of it so like yeah that's yeah. a lot of people if your workplace has 200 people think of like four of those people have disappeared Ooh, which four <laughs> <laughs> yeah. four of those people could go and no one would notice if you picked the <laughs> yeah, right four like, oh, <laughs> dave who's dave <laughs> he's a person that worked here an intern (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you could see how it was like um it would definitely be devastating and traumatic that like just so many people were all of a sudden gone but it's also not like it's not a post-apocalyptic show where like society has crumbled it's just like a lot there's just a lot of people dealing with loss but otherwise the world is absolutely continuing yeah, I'm very right. curious on if they, if the people in the current day of the show know more than us as the viewers already, mm-hmm. like maybe there's something that they know that they just didn't say, because mm-hmm. it is a lot of people. It's a lot of people, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't. And three years is, it's like a the brink of time where it's like, when do we I, not get over it, but kind of like move on a little bit more? Mm-hmm. But it seems like this uh, area is still just like ravaged still by it. And there's so many remnants of it, mm-hmm. including multiple cults, potentially mm-hmm. <laughs> memorials, all this kind of stuff. So it's just like for how because the family that we are the main family, they're not even like they, they didn't even lose anybody. Person. Right. You know, not a single person. At least in their nuclear family. Yeah. Right. That we know of. Yeah. I yeah. think of it kind of as like. <laughs> Um, yet like the COVID is a bad comparison, but a better comparison might be like nine 11, like obviously like way more deaths than nine 11, but like 
a cataclysmic like event that everyone like saw yeah Yeah. something that happened in an instant and the entire world knows about that type of event is similar to this yeah Mm -hmm. so you can kind of see how like yeah there's you know all this stuff about a hero's parade and that there's like you know a lot of that we saw a little bit of it in the background that there's like congressional hearings about like trying to get some scientists to figure out what happened and stuff like that Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see how this is still like affecting people and their mindsets years later, even if they didn't personally lose someone close to them. Yeah. I mean, I can see if this is like still like a full fledged, like mystery that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that, that makes sense why it's silver. Everyone's still thinking about it because mm-hmm. if it, something like that happened and you don't, no one knows what happened. Mm-hmm. Then, it could happen again, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess. I hadn't thought about that. Who knows? I, I thought about writing that down as a prediction. <laughs> I, I just have no idea. I have no yeah. idea what's going on. It seems like Holy Wayne like has some like premonitions. Like why do why do mm-hmm. some of these people think they know what's going on? What's going on with the animals? Why like, does that why do any crazy people think they know what's pretty going fun. on? You know? That's pretty yeah, fun. Two percent of the animals go away too? Those are just humans. Hmm. I think it's just humans. That would really fuck shit yeah. up. They never they never mentioned like, oh, our pets are gone or no, two two percent of our cattle have disappeared. The birds are gone. <laughs> Maybe it only affect humans, but then if it affect humans, are like apes close enough that it is two percent of humans and apes? <laughs> they they did they did show a little snip of uh like coverage of celebrities that were gone and, yeah and gary Busey <laughs> was <laughs> flashed across that's pretty good gary Busey, shaquille o'neal yeah bonnie Raitt. bonnie Raitt. shaquille o'neal is like 10 percent of people he's so big he's a big man so like <laughs> yeah did he big count? man and beloved beloved and wow. and to reiterate kazam massive <laughs> saw him in real life once. big guy did really, really big yeah like, when the super bowl was here <laughs> oh he was just walking around. I always I was at the gym, and I was walking your... out of the gym, and Kevin Hart walked in. Sure. With two bodyguards, two two giant bodyguards, and teeny little Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. And Shaq was one of the well, bodyguards. No, no, no. But I just remember going. I remember thinking literally like this tiny dude's got two really big dudes by him. And then I went, oh, that's Kevin Hart. You are tiny. <laughs> and then I like got into my car and was like pulling out of like the parking structure and a giant man in a fur coat was walking down the street. And I was like, oh, that's Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is you like, you just know when Shaq's there. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. There's no huh. one else quite that big. I didn't know I knew until I knew. And then I did. And it was Shaq. Is Kevin Hart like in workout gear? Like he was there to work out? He was, where he was yeah, he went to the LA Fitness in uptown Minneapolis to Man. go work out. What an interesting pick. But I guess it's like close if you're like staying downtown or uptown or something. Yeah. yeah. He just went, he just found the closest one. Someone found for him the closest gym. Mm-hmm. And that's where they went. Like your hotel doesn't have like a fitness center that's like good enough. Yeah, what hotel did you stay at? Come on. Come <laughs> I mean, there's on, a co- there's a, like one or two hotels over there ish, depending mm-hmm. on it slash Airbnbs probably. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Predictions? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, mine are probably the most nonsensical ones. So should I just do mine first? 
Yeah. All right. Number one, it was aliens. Okay. <laughs> it's aliens all along. Excellent. Number two, it was God and or the devil. God Working together? and or the devil. Why not? They brand, used to work together. A, yeah, you take 1%, new album. I take 1%. Yeah. I mean, they worked together for a while, and now they're apart. It's Maybe like they a, go back together. It's a yin, a yin yang. Yeah. Y- yin, yin, yang. It's yin, right? Mm-hmm. One of them's yin. One of them's yang. Okay. Um, number three, it was a human-made machine. Okay. Number Okay. <laughs> Just covering all the bases. <laughs> number four, someone eats grapes. Okay. Seductively oh. or just normally? I don't really care how they do it. Okay. <laughs> choke on a grape and die. Someone chokes <laughs> on a grape. As long as they get that down. If it if it's down and they choke on it, that means they swallowed it. At least they attempted to. That's eating a grape. All okay. Right. That's fair. Fair. Those are, those are mine. Um I've got that there is a flashback to the um the ten fourteen, the the actual ten fourteen event. We see it again. Okay, nice. Um I think that the last the show ends with a like licensed song. I, I specifically said that there's a licensed song in the last shot, so it's not, you know, even more final than the last scene. Like the very last shot, like goes into the credits sure. with, with okay. a licensed song playing. So if it's a, pre, it's got to be a pre-recorded licensed song mm-hmm. that we recognize. It's not yep. like a okay. Um, I think that nobody comes back of the two percent that had disappeared. Okay. None of them come back. Yeah, they didn't earn it. Yeah. They're just gone. Um, and then my last one, I think that there's cannibals. <laughs> people eating people. Society is just breaking down. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, mine's probably the the most uh, uh, sane. <laughs> <laughs> I I also wrote number one that aliens arrive. And I and if they do, I really hope it's like ID four style, just like just ships Plowing. all over the. Yeah. <laughs> um, number two, I think the cultists are validated somehow, and I should say specifically the GR. The GR, okay, is who I was thinking of when I wrote that. Like, uh, like they're like, oh yeah, you you should have been smoking this whole time because now you can't get taken. <laughs> that kind of validation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we find out that's smoking somehow. Something like that. Um, number three, I think Sheriff is dead. Sheriff Kevin? I think Sheriff Kevin, probably. maybe he dies in this episode, but he's dead. And then number three, I think Lori is not with the cult. I think, I think Lori comes back to mom. She did seem like uh, she was there and she didn't like wanted to go home, sort of, but also like wanted to stay i don't know she seemed torn hmm. okay in the scene we saw her you got that from her face i did because she had no lines i was thinking like man you had all these like cult members you probably didn't have to pay as much because you didn't have to give them lines like that's a genius way to not have to pay people as much <laughs> yeah these people can't talk that's all they did they were like it's a part uh, of the character cult doesn't talk there's gonna be a lot of you and we don't want to pay you <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Uh so let's get to this finale of the leftovers. It was called The Book of Nora. Oh yeah. Right? I f- kind of forgot about Nora. <laughs> Who's Nora? She was the lady who was the keynote speaker at the 
parade. Oh, okay. Um, that's she seemed like yeah that she becomes a bigger person in this show. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Because Carrie I, Coon is her name. I didn't even think about it until she's also a Proxima Midnight from the uh, Avengers Endgame and uh, Infinity Wars. Who the hell's Proxima Midnight? She's one of Thanos's. Um, like got it. Is there like five, four or five goons? Oh, she's the one that is the lady one. Yeah, she's the lady one. The, the lady, lady goon. goon. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, well, we're going to watch the finale of this show, and we'll be back after that. And we're back. We're done with the final episode of The Leftovers. It was called The Book of Nora. Jimmy, did you write up? Yeah. After saying goodbye to Matt, Nora enters the machine. However, it is unclear if she actually goes through it. Many years later, an older Nora lives alone in a rural, a rural juror, Australian town. Uh, one day, an older Kevin arrives at her doorstep, seemingly unable to remember anything that happened between the two of them other than the time they met at the school dance. Kevin attempts to ask her to go to a local dance with him. She rebuffs him, then angrily calls Lori to accuse her of revealing her whereabouts to Kevin, which Lori states that she did not. On their second meeting, Nora is confused as to what Kevin is doing, which leads him to reveal the truth. He has searched for her every year since they last saw each other, but did not know how to approach her when he finally found her, so he pretended to not remember anything. It's so, it's so fucking weird. He reveals to her. He reveals he refused to believe that Nora actually crossed over even after Matt died from cancer and she did not attend the funeral. Nora says she was transported to an alternate reality where 98% of the population departed, leaving the 2% that are missing from this world, but decided to return to this world after learning her family was happy and had moved on. Kevin says that he believes her and the two tearfully express relief that they are reunited. I mean that's a pretty uh pretty succinct actual what happened. That was pretty much the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah. What do you uh I wanna see the show where the two percent are around and ninety eight percent leave. <laughs> does yeah, does that actually do we actually see that in this show? Because literally she's in the in this machine that's and she's in a she's naked in a fishbowl that's getting filled up and then she looks like she's about to yell something and then we cut ahead to old timey characters and we don't really ever go and see this other world. Mm-hmm. I feel like we never do. Probably don't. Yeah. She, I mean, it's in the very last scene where she explains where, what happened when she went through the machine. Um, and it gave me the feeling of that, like, that they were explaining this in a way that like the viewers don't know about this. Sure. Yeah. That it's a monologue. Ex- yeah. That she was explaining that essentially it wasn't just that the 2% had disappeared, but it was like a world split or like a dimension split. And that the 2% the multiverse. Yeah. The 2% that had disappeared are really in an alternate earth where the 98% had disappeared and they were all alone, which is a much bigger, like, yeah, post or a problem apocalyptic event like um she makes it seem like the you know that there is um 
you know, there are small communities over there and like they do have some technologies, but they just don't have people to run them. But like, yeah, she said like, she's like, they have planes. Yeah. They just like don't, just have, don't have pilots. pilots. Yeah. But like <laughs> from what I've read about some like, because there's a lot of post-apocalyptic like literature out there, but like uh, that even like with, you know, 10 to 15% of people disappearing or maybe not that small, but like even with like not 98% that like you still need people to like run power plants like mm-hmm. day to day. And that like that many people either getting sick or like straight up vanishing would be a complete disruption to the world. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like with only 2% of the world being there, like you wouldn't have like power anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take much to disrupt yeah. just the like economy <laughs> of the globe. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like, well, and she was, when she got into the machine, she was like, still youngish mm-hmm. she was in her you know midlife mm-hmm. where she's old at the end of this episode so like what was it was this like was this three years after the three years so was this like six years after the disappearance that she got in the machine maybe approximately can we they yeah because in that monologue she did say that like it was something she had said that yeah. like those people they had said that seven years ago everybody disappeared. Okay. Yeah, she was holding. Remember, she said this is a today's paper, mm-hmm. and it had the date, and it was seven years later. Yes, and like okay. a day. Yeah, seven years in a day. Yeah, so I mean, by the time she went over there, mm-hmm. they probably had at least figured out how to run stuff. Yeah, Again, or what they could and couldn't do. What they anymore. could do, yeah. they, they they've probably somewhat established some form of a normalcy. Yeah, per se. <laughs> well, and like the uh, straight up, a lot of people would have just died. I would I would guess that <laughs> right. like half of people those people would have just died from just like ninety eight percent of people are gone, and I like there are no doctors here. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I can't get to a doctor within so many miles or I'm a tiny baby and I'm like by myself in this house. Well, like, think about it. Yeah, yeah. Like the very first scene in the first episode when the are not the first scene, but like when the lady's in the car with her baby mm-hmm. and her baby disappears and then outside there's a kid like a like a six year old or whatever, seven year old. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dad, where are you? When she's his dad disappeared. Mm-hmm. So then in the parking lot now in the other dimension i mm-hmm. guess yeah is a dad looking for his boy yeah and a, and a possibly little... and a baby in a car yeah and that's it but that <laughs> doesn't mean that baby's like crying mm-hmm. or anything that baby might it just was be crying at the time was it crying when mm-hmm. it went away it was crying and, and then, then the crying stopped yeah she noticed that it stopped and that's when she looked back yeah i think okay so it was so potentially it was crying mm-hmm. but like you know that it, dad might have a new baby now he but might. like but like that but baby. also that dad might not have noticed that a baby was crying in a car and sure. went to freak out and look for his kid. Right. And just then like, that baby just died in a car. Hey, baby, you're on your own. I'm going to figure out what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, oh, yeah. And he could have just said, that's a baby. Not my baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, Where am I? Whose baby is this? Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, it seems like if 98% of the world died that like, um, by the end of year three, maybe like there would only be like a hundred people left. One <laughs> percent. Yeah, one percent, half percent. 
I mean, it's kind of not yeah. the point, but like, I mean, just, once again, though, like, yeah, it's probably like, some procreating going on after that. Two <laughs> percent out of out of a hundred percent of the people in the world isn't that many people compared to the whole world, mm-hmm. but it is still a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, then you have two percent spread across yeah, the entire spread. world. Mm-hmm. Pretend, yeah, it, yeah. It's the the larger point I'm making about that is, so she you know, gets in this water tank machine and is able to go there. I had my doubts about if that was going to work in the beginning. Apparently it does work according to her testimony at the end. Um, and then she's able to track down the guy who invented it. Cause he was the first one to go and he, you know, builds a similar machine to send her back. And so I'm wondering like, why not send everybody back? Because it seems like this yeah. alternate world is, probably sucks yeah <laughs> i mean maybe maybe it does maybe it doesn't we're seven years afterwards and nora wanted to go back because her whole family mm-hmm. just lost her and ob- and now they have like a new mom mm-hmm. according to like what she thinks she saw at least who knows if that's like who knows if that was just like a neighbor lady hanging out or something like that mm-hmm. but like she's like oh i don't belong in this world Sure. So there, there, I mean, there is going to be okay. Thanos. I'm. I didn't say they deserve <laughs> to go away. I'm just saying there is going to be a percentage of that two percent of people that are like, well, we just live here now. Yeah. You know, like this is just our home. But what if it's yeah, just like, hey, but we could bring you to this other world that has the internet. You'd be like, hey, family, we're going. <laughs> yeah. We got to go sure. back. Yeah, but you could also say we sure. could bring you back to this other world that has the internet and also like. I don't know, crippling taxes and not health and no health care, like and whatever. And there's only two percent of you, and potentially, it's maybe more harmonious and everyone like. Could you? Yeah, it's, you gotta, it's like, either a world that has like crazy war or like little like conflict. You know, feel like they're probably just like surviving. Oh uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I would imagine yeah. it's pretty rough out there. Yeah. I'm thinking. She said there was power. Yeah, but. I, so I guess I'm thinking you bring some people back. I'm sure there would be people that are just like, no, I'm cut out for like this survival survival world. This is pretty chill, man. I like this. But that's like a very small percentage yeah. of normal people. But also now you've like you've doubled the world's resources. Like just use the second dimension as like just harvest it for like heck yeah, send them minerals, through minerals, oil, and that whatever. solves global warming. I think <laughs> that yeah, is an interesting us, right? thing of like <laughs> none of like everything. Yeah like everything else was doubled mm-hmm. that is interesting the two percent population world is probably like so healthy of a world yeah even in just seven they don't need years. doctors nature nature i didn't mean i didn't mean people i just meant like nature the, the world yeah. oh, the world oh, the, the, yeah the planet the, the world is like the ozone is healed and yeah. everything the world doesn't have a boot on its throat anymore yeah. <laughs> like you so know i'm saying if i'm the president like and I discovered that there's this machine and that there's this other universe. Could like, you imagine what country has, like, it's like our country is the one that has the machine to go to a yeah. different fucking world. I'm declaring war on Earth 2 immediately. <laughs> We're taking all those resources. <laughs> I heard they have WMDs over there. <laughs> He's writing in the death notebook. He's using the machine to start wars. Yeah. Joe is the man in the high castle. <laughs> man. <laughs> I feel like I feel like none of that all of that's fun to think about, but I feel like none of that is the point. No. Um, <laughs> especially because yeah, all I again, I think all of that is explained in that testimony at the end and that's probably the 
the only time that that's all explained? I like the the decision, and I assume it probably reigns true throughout the whole series mm-hmm. of the decision to like never show the quote unquote other world. Mm-hmm. Like I bet it's if they ever talk about it before that. Obviously, there's a machine, so mm-hmm. somebody knows something, right? Well, apparently, there's a realm of the undead that Kevin goes to. Well, that's so in the there's description. some who knows what that there's means. Some other yeah, metaverse. Right. That's just the, that's a club that he frequents. Probably, <laughs> yeah. But like you know, um, I like that uh, they it they seem confident enough. They're like, no, she's just, just going to describe this because mm-hmm. there's so many other shows and stuff that would be like, we got a whole another season now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Then we'll spend on the other <laughs> and side. We can go there, but and also like. As far as I'm gathering, they somehow have they deciphered a, like a device to, to cross the dimensional barrier mm-hmm. or whatever. But in no, I kind of try to look up online once the show was over, just be like, what what happened? Mm-hmm. Like when the two percent went away? Oh yeah, like, yeah. When the split like, happened? What happened? Yeah, why? I can't, I have not, I don't, I (laughs) don't see an explanation anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like at least right there, what happened? So it's like, they still never like, they can make it happen now Mm -hmm. via this machine that they made. But like, what was the original Mm -hmm. occurrence that like split Mm -hmm. the world? Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) Grapes. I, uh, the other thing that I think is interesting again with watching just the first and last episode is that, this last episode is a pretty self-contained like story. Yeah. And that it begins with Nora going into the machine and then it skips ahead to what we think is 10, 15 years later, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Um, Depend on her, her wrinkling. Yeah. Uh, based on repertoire. her wrinkling, she's saying that between her lotioning, um, the kids, who I guess were teenagers already in the first episode, but they're grown. But so who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's at least some few years later, but it's all self-contained in Australia, where no of the other, none of the other characters are. It's just Nora, and then Kevin, Kevin finds her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get what, what I'm getting at it here is I have no idea what the rest of this season was like. Or it, the rest of this show was like? <laughs> I read... So there's a couple things that I read. It seems like season one was good-ish. Mm-hmm. And then seasons and two... in Mapleton. Oh, I don't, I don't know, but... <laughs> oh, I, I know that oh, okay. from the wiki. And then seasons two and three were fire, mm-hmm. basically, is kind of what I've heard. Or what I read. And then season three was they had most of the characters... And then kind of throughout the eight, I think it's eight episodes in season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a lot of them dropped off in the first couple episodes. Sure. If they they go to Australia for a lot of season three. So that makes sense. That it would just be a few of those. But characters. like, who are the characters? What are they doing? Like, <laughs> no idea. Well, yeah, yeah but Kevin's dad in the mix now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because like season one is like. Like, I mean, episode one, you know, and the, what we're looking at season one, episode seven, because we wanted to see the title screen. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, there's, like, Jill and Tom, like, Kevin's kids mm-hmm. that are, I mean, they're teenage slash adult kids doing stuff. There's a whole, like, cult 
And it almost seems like almost all of that doesn't matter in season three, mm-hmm. especially if they're in like Australia. Uh, in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sort of apocalypse like prophecy that they're chasing around that has something to do with a flood in Australia. If any mass amount of the population goes away, there is going to be apocalypse prophecies. Yeah. There I mean, are there are too many now. Yeah, I'm I was sure. going to say that. Yeah, that's been going on for a long yeah. time, buddy. <laughs> but like, you know, thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> um there's a fun thing I read that season 2 is basically they go to this town that they start to call Miracle because it's the one town like in the world where no one disappeared. Hmm. That's just like uh, statistics. Statistics, <laughs> you know. Bad like, luck for every other if town. If only 2% went away, mm-hmm. there should town, be more than one There's town more than one that, town that that, that, that would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not uh, they're not counting like unincorporated counties in the United States <laughs> yeah, and know. stuff like that. I don't know towns that are so small that they don't the one have town a town in Texas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All of Waco disappeared. Mm, good riddance. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Waco. Um, I'm into it. It was super weird, but not like in like an off-putting way to me. So I'm into it. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, kind of along those lines for the first, if this episode was an hour long, let's say for the first 30 minutes, there's a lot of the three of us just going like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. What, what is happening? Because like, especially because you expect the characters to like kind of explain stuff to you or when you do this first and last, you're like, I'll rely on the character will say, this is what's going on. And I'll be like, okay, I'm catching up. But like when Nora is there and she's not talking much and then Kevin shows up and he acts like he doesn't know anything. What a weird, (laughs) what a weird way to do that. What a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. He really should have just been like, Hey, listen, I've just been looking for you. (laughs) I've been looking for you for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And I I ended up finding you. So uh, yeah, eventually he's just like, ah, I'm just messing with you. I've been looking. The next time I see someone that I haven't seen in over five years, I'm going to try to think of what's the earliest memory I have of them. Yeah. And that's the last <laughs> thing. And then I'm going to say, like oh, my God, remember coma? when we were in kindergarten together? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the last time I saw you in kindergarten? Yeah. You're like, we went to high school and <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Do you want to like hang out and tell me what you've been doing? Mark right now. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I've just figured, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm not. You'll I'm, remember Mark from <laughs> what episode is that? Friday that? Night Lights, I think. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, good memory. Um, I went to kindergarten with him. <laughs> but yeah, that's not what I was thinking about particularly, but that would be a good case. But I have, <laughs> I, I see him on the regular. Listen to or episode to Friday Night Lights. But yeah, for the first half or even probably even more so for the first 75 percent of this episode we were just like what the fuck is going on and then Mm -hmm. by the end we're just like okay oh okay i got it and it wasn't even explained in like a dumb way of just like hey reader or viewer this is exactly what's happening but just like it all started to piece together it's just like oh okay she did go she did come back this is the thing that kevin is doing these these two characters do have a long history they're very much in love um yeah again i don't really know what happened in the rest of the season but i do understand what's going on in this part of the story 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell it's a good show, though, especially just of uh, this like self-contained esque story, mm-hmm. and of them not. They did not show. They they like told us. Um, you know, she told a story mm-hmm. about what was happening instead of like showing us and like rewarding us visually. I guess she was like, "You're just gonna listen to me talk." That and was I, and, I, and yeah. I was like, this is interesting. It was just two people talking and it was the most interesting part of the episode almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I really liked her, uh, Carrie Coon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't telling. She did. Do I know her from anything else? Besides uh, Endgame. And oh, besi- yeah. Besides, <laughs> besides, besides Proxima Midnight. Yeah, besides one of the goon, uh, one of Thanos's goons. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, Paul Rudd Ghostbusters. Well, I don't know her from that. Redbusters. <laughs> hmm. But uh so yeah. N- good. Interesting. This show has got uh has got me me interest peaked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think the thing that's tough is I uh have heard that the like season one is like a like pretty depressing slog. Mm. Um my favorite. But then you only it gets have, better you in only two got, three. You only got nine more episodes of season one. Yeah. Only nine more hours. That makes it, yeah. I mean, I guess it's not like a twenty-episode season, so. Yeah, like, uh, like our friend Ryan said, who texted me about it. He said, like, the dynamics from season one to two, and the f- the flip, the like the switch they flip or whatever mm-hmm. in the show is like so good. Mm-hmm. It seems like even getting through maybe some sort of season one slog to just like witness the turnaround in season two seems to be might be worth it. Seems to be worth it. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, you want to hold on to your HBO Max subscript for a little bit, for a little <laughs> while longer. Yeah. So this was so I was looking up, um, like just HBO, like the top shows in this list that you know BuzzFeed or whatever. This it put this at number three. Does BuzzFeed still exist? No, it wasn't. Pro- <laughs> well, probably, probably. I'm yeah. sure it does. Number three of all time. Number three HBO series, and it was what was one and two. Um, Probably Sopranos and The Wire was number one and Sopranos was number two. Yeah, that's gonna be my guess. This was three. Watchmen was also on it, on that list somewhere. Watchmen's great, but only one season, so right. And that guy that did Watchmen, he didn't want to do anymore. Yeah, he's just like that's it. (laughs) I nailed it. I don't. I don't think that necessarily meant that they were done with it, but he was done. He was like, he was like, I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. But that. just don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. The genius don't man that did it. <laughs> don't do it, HBO. Don't do it. Uh, so yeah, I might, I, I, I might check this out. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. As long as Jimmy keeps his HBO Max, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be around for yeah, a little to while. The end of this month. Uh, Michelle's watching. I think uh, the Vow, the like Nexium do- documentary, mm-hmm. the cult documentary. Trying to checking in on so Al- Allison Mac. She's got to, yeah. So she's got to finish that. How'd you guys do? Pretty for the prediction. On the predictions. predictions. Oh, oh, fantastically terrible. Um, my predictions were it was the problem was is once again we never found out like the catalyst for the original. Yeah. Like dimension shift or whatever, mm-hmm. however you want A to lot describe has what changed. happened. We, so we don't really know what happened. So my first three guesses don't matter, which were it was aliens, it was God and or the devil, or it was a human-made machine. 
all of those are inconclusive. Mm -hmm. There was a yeah. human made machine to transverse the parallel dimension afterwards, but mm -hmm. that wasn't necessarily the catalyst yeah. originally. And then my fourth one was someone right. eats grapes. No. And, I don't think anybody ate anything. Someone ate a an egg sandwich. Nora ate an egg sandwich. Yeah, oh yeah, right. yeah, she ate. Yeah, okay. Fried egg sandwich. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna continue Very my. Runny. I'm gonna con continue my season eleven zero point run. I got one point last episode. Hey. And this is the fifth episode. I have one point. Hmm. So I guess so. Joe might be Nailing it. Might be okay with not not having to shave his head. At yeah. The end of this season. Ooh. My uh my mane is safe. <laughs> um, but I didn't do so well in predictions, so because uh, I had a flashback to the ten fourteen event, and there wasn't mm. um, that. There's a well-known licensed song in the last shot, and there was a lot of licensed music, but the last shot was just their score. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, which is a pretty good score. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm gonna look that guy up later. Good music, yeah. Mm. Um, here's one that I said no one comes back. Um. Oh, <laughs> so like Nora goes and comes, and back, comes back. I don't know right? if that counts. I want to think. I I feel like that counts. I feel like that counts. She wasn't one of the original. Like disappeared. She yes. came back, but I didn't say none of the original disappeared. Come back. I said no one comes back. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I'd give it to him. As I, in, I, I, gonna... I did not get the point because my prediction was no one gets comes back. Oh, wait, you don't get the point. I don't get the point. Because she came back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going to, I was going to give you, yeah, you're right. You yeah. don't get the point. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then my last one is cannibals, which no. I mean, not that we know not of. Not that we know of. <laughs> they are in Australia, so mm -hmm. you, know, you never know. <laughs> Just in general. I mean, if only 2% of the population left. Hmm? We couldn't have gotten rid of all of the cannibals. It's a small step from Vegemite to cannibalism for sure. Mm. I've never had Vegemite. Me neither. I'm, I'm sure I'd love it though. <laughs> yeah, you, you do like weird shit. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I thought there were going to be aliens arriving. Nope. I thought the cultists would be validated somehow, but you know, inconclusive. Dead or gone. <laughs> um. <laughs> I thought the sheriff was going to be dead, or sorry, the chief, <laughs> Kevin. I never changed that. And then uh, I said, Lori is not with the cult. And it seemed like she wasn't because she's she talking was on, now. Yeah, she was on a phone call. So And she had a baby. And she's got she a, baby a baby with somebody. I'm not saying the cult people couldn't have babies. She was wearing more than just white. seemed like, yeah. I would say I would give that to you just based on what we know, unless mm -hmm. the cult fundamentally changed everything that they did yeah they just fully modernized <laughs> she's she totally was, cool with everything now. she was talking and wearing normal people clothes mm -hmm. she was not smoking yeah and she wasn't currently smoking <laughs> yeah and was talking on the phone to nora who's her ex-husband's like lady friend mm -hmm. whole very interesting relationships going on mm -hmm. all right well i gave you a point there Woo! So way to go. Nailed it. All right. Well, listeners, it's going to do it for us, for uh, the leftovers. If you want to send us some show suggestions or tell us something that we definitely missed from this show, you can at FNL Podcast on the Gmail or on the Twitter. We also have an Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. But, you know, if you're smart people, mm -hmm. you can look it up. 
but that's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.